In this episode, we're going to be looking at five habits that could be ruining your business. Not could be, they are ruining your business if you are doing them. We're going to break them down in this episode so that you know that you can identify them and hopefully make those changes that stops you from limiting your impact and your income. We're going to do it right now. You're listening to the Mortgage Marketing Podcast with Ash Borland. The show that helps mortgage brokers create impact and income by mastering content marketing. Let's dive straight into it. So the very first thing, this is a habit that could be ruining your business. The very first one is that you start posting and then stop. So you are creating content on social media. You've spent the time making it. You spent the time doing the stuff that needs to be done. You're posting it out there for people to see, and then you stop. You just don't do it anymore. Now, the problem why this is, the reason why this is a big problem is that so many people think that it's going to be an overnight success. I literally was talking to somebody on a live stream recently and they said, you know, that they, they were, they had a, like a self a self confidence crisis and stopped creating content and stopped posting it. And what happens is when you don't post anything, guess what? Nothing, nothing grows. In fact, it does the opposite. It decays. And a lot of the times when it comes to content marketing, you know, personal branding and building something that creates organic traffic to your mortgage business, nearly all of us forget that it takes months sometimes even years to get the to, to get the real result you want takes years you'll get months to start to see some some movement years to see the real impact of your work and so if you are stopping because you don't see some movement within a couple of weeks or a month or so it's it's ruining your business because you'll never achieve what you want to achieve you'll always be stuck in that merry-go-round trying to think that there's some sort of hack that's going to blow you up and increase all your views and sales it's not going to happen. So that is the very first habit, my mistake I see that could be causing so many problems. The next one we have is that you look for inspiration and consume content for hours, but you never take any action. So this is a tough one because I am here making literally daily podcast episodes for you to consume. I want you to consume lots of content. That being said, I want you to take action on your content. And People are real suckers for this. If you want to actually see momentum and movement within your own business and actually see the results that you have in your mind, you have to eventually you have to eventually put down the phone, put down the laptop, put down the 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 you know the the listen to the music like the, the podcast and actually take action. There just isn't any other way around it. And and when you, what you want to be is you want to be a creator, not a consumer. And sometimes we we kid ourselves and business owners kid themselves. I've done it before. And mortgage brokers were like, oh, I'm consuming all this content, but I never see them. I see so many people. I can literally name you. I'm not going to name them, but I know people who I could at least put five people who I'd be like, I see them everywhere. They're consuming everybody's content. They're doing, they're very active in their, in their participation, but I never see them make anything. I never see them create. I never see them post and publish. You need to start to take action. The person who wins is the person who creates. That is the winner of any of these topics. And so you need to make sure that you are creating. Don't fall into that habit of consuming. And I have fallen into that habit before. It's dangerous. You definitely want to consume. You want to keep upskilling yourself, but you also want to make sure that you are creating content. The next one is that you are afraid to sell. Sales is the lifeblood of of a business without sales, then you, we're not, we don't, nothing exists. So we need to have sales. And 
for someone like myself, I'm not afraid of selling. I've never have been. I find it quite strange when I speak to people who are terrified of it. They really are absolutely terrified of selling or they think that they're, they're good at it, but they're, but they're pretty like they're, they're actually got fear. I see this often with brokers who um, don't charge fees. Brokers who don't charge fees. It's, it's a fear of sale really. Like it's hilarious. Um, it's hilarious in a sad way. I don't mean in an awful way, but when a broker doesn't charge a fee, that most of the time, obviously there are scenarios. I understand that new build, things like that. But a lot of the time it comes from a fear of sale. It comes from this idea of, well, I mean, you're not selling them anything if they're, if you're free, like you're not selling them anything. So a lot of the time, the people who don't charge fees are people who are afraid of selling. And the problem with afraid of selling is it will ruin your business because the, what you get paid as a broker from your proc fee and from your, from your um, insurance commissions, if you're doing that as well, will not out, outpace inflation. <laughs> like it just won't, it won't outpace inflation. And if you have any designs to try and scale up to larger, so you're looking at going, you know, I'm going to do much more content on a larger scale. It ain't going to happen. It just isn't going to happen. You won't, you won't be more, more business, sorry, not content on a larger scale. You won't be able to afford your staff in the same way. There's a reason why these corporates charge large fees is because they, they know that the fee is where a lot of the, like it covers overheads. And so you've got to overcome this fear of selling and not, and not kind of think that it's, it's in your head of like thinking you're, you know, what we do with the, with the fee thing is that we put ourselves on a pedestal and think that what we're like, well, I don't charge a fee because it's unethical or whatever. No, it's not. It's not. Your job is to sell. You should be paid for your time. Get over that fear. It's hard. I understand it, but it's definitely, definitely, definitely gonna you it's gonna ruin your business long term if you don't do it in my opinion that is purely my opinion we wanted to interrupt the show to make sure that you're subscribed to the youtube channel for all the best mortgage marketing content search for ash borland and subscribe now back to the show the next one we have is you are not taking control of your time so your time is everything it really is super valuable and a mistake that I made as a, as a broker and didn't make it actually as a coach and a consultant, but I did as a broker for a long, long time was not taking control of my own time. So there are things in life. We look at these things. It's like what you can control influence and, and, um, and lack of control, which I always say throw away or, um, you can. So, these things are, there's control, which is something you have hundred percent control over influence, something you can, you can influence the outcome, but can't control it. And then, um, forget is what I would normally call it, which is like, you can't do anything to do it. So don't even worry about it. You can control your time. You're not, not like a time traveler, but like you can control how much time you do, what you do is stuff. And a big thing I see is people are reactive. They allow their clients to dictate their time, not the other way around remember that you are the person in power. And I see this with mortgage brokers who will work evenings and they'll work mornings, like weekends, they'll work early mornings, they'll work late evenings. Again, nothing wrong with that if that's your business model, but there's a big difference. Again, going back to like the fee thing, there's a big difference between it being your business model and it being a a, a bad habit. Some people, their USP might be that they they, they work late and, and do that. That's great. But other people, their USP might, the, the, but the other people might be like, well, I work late all the time. Yeah, but you're still working early. You're actually lack of control of your time. Someone whose USP is that they work late 
would most likely not work, start work until three, four o'clock in the afternoon. So they'd have the morning. It's a different thing. You've got to control your time. I myself, for example, as a coach and a consultant, I don't start client work till 11 o'clock at all. I have an hour break between every single client, non-negotiable. There's always an hour buffer time, I call it. So 11 o'clock, I see a client. One o'clock, I see a client. Three o'clock, I see a client. Five o'clock, I see a client. But I don't have anything else in those gaps. Control your time and you'll find that you can do so much more. Don't see a client before 11 because I do my content. I work on my business. I work on my business from 8.30 to 11. And then from 11 onwards, I work for my business. So I work on my business, then I work in my business. You see the two different things? And that is being able to be controlling my time. By 11 o'clock, everything is done that needs to be done so that I'm able to then give my client, the paying customer, all the attention they need. And I think that is something that if you're reactive with your time, you really are missing a massive, massive trick. Not something that I, you know, not something that I would want, you know, you to be in. And then well, the last one here is you are overthinking everything. So overthinking is a real thing. And I do often see people overthink every decision they make. Don't overthink stuff. Act, move, analyze. That's it. There's a big difference between overthinking and analyzing. For example, there's no an overthinking, some, someone who overthinks in this scenario for their business would be someone who, and this goes right back to the first point, which is like posting and stopping. Someone who overthinks would start creating a content strategy and then within two months be like, oh, it's not working. I don't know. I don't know if this is the right thing. I don't know. Blah, blah, blah. And, they, and that's overthinking. Whereas somebody who analyzes and, and refines is somebody that would go, I'm going to commit to this decision. It's going to take me four. I'm going to do four months. And in four months time, I'm going to look at it and see where I am in four months. I'm going to look at the data. We're going to look at other variables as well. And then we're going to look at it, analyze it, and refine or decide to remove. That is a very big difference. You want to have an analytical brain towards things and look at data and look at decisions based on both numbers and also like other more holistic approaches. Absolutely. But overthinking is stuff what they're thinking about things when you have no control over it again. Overthinking is the devil. You don't want to do that. It's a problem. It's a big problem that so many people come up against. If you are overthinking, you will lose because what you're doing is wasting time and energy and things that right now you don't even have control over or even a clear enough picture to make a clear decision. This is the problem. This is the problem with so many people. And I see this habit come up all the time. In fact, it's a big indicator for me when I'm working with clients, like that's a no-go client. Like when they're on a we're on a call within a couple of months, if they're like, Ash, what are, I'm not seeing the result I would have liked to see. Blah, blah, blah. It's like two months in, not seeing the result. It's an 18 month process. That's an overthinker. Time to kick them <laughs> is normally the case. I have a strong word with them. And that's the truth because you need to be, it's a bad habit and it's not someone else's job to fix your bad habit. It's your job. So my episode takeaway from this episode is Make sure, make sure 100% that if you are, um, if you've got any of these bad habits, put in the time to remove them, identify and, and make the change. A habit can easily be changed. Every single one of these things I've gone through in this episode can be changed. Every single one of them, I've either had myself or met someone who's had it and they've, re and they've reversed it. 
But the, the key thing is identification of it first. When you you know that that's a, that's a problem for you and for, for for your business, make that change. Don't stick your head in the sand. If, you, if you're not charging fees, charge them. If you're not building you know, buffer times and taking control of your diary, do it. It's uncomfortable for a while, but it will become the new norm. It will become the new norm. And that, on that note, that is everything I want to cover in this episode. See you later. Bye. You've been listening to the Mortgage Marketing Podcast with Ash Borland. If you've enjoyed the show, then be sure to leave a review and share it with a friend right now. 